Was too much for you to hear your mother laugh at Goldie Cox? Yeah. <laughs> so on this finale, we are going to talk about Mr. Big. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about Mr. Too Big. <laughs> and we're going to talk about super sweet Mr. Steve. Oh, we love Steve. So stay tuned. Cool. Welcome to our podcast. Where we discuss sex in the city episode by episode. We explore how these stories shaped our understanding of being a modern woman, what being a Christian moving into modern woman, and what sexuality can be. And all those other sexy bits. I'm Zimmy, your cultural sex guide. And I'm Brett, your super sex positive pop culture geek. And And this this is is Funky Funky Spunk. Let's do it to it, honey. So I'm hashtag not surprised. Oh my God. Keep me from saying dumb stuff like that. Nope. Love it. (laughs) It's not good. See, I told my mom today about this. She was watching this fucking episode with me. I was like, see, Gen Zers don't know what call waiting or caller ID is. And she was like, caller ID. I was like, oh, that is a throwback. Yeah. And then I said something like, see, screening calls. Gen Z doesn't know what screening calls means. And she was like, what's Gen Z? (laughs) And I was like, Oh my God. Oh, oh, we've got some work. <laughs> I to gotta do, go, Kim. mom. My hosting. You can host. I'm hosting. <laughs> oh, well, welcome. Zimmy, we're taking us. We're taking the back seat. I'm joking. I'm joking. Obviously. <laughs> you can host. You probably took notes. I did take you notes. You took notes. Did you watch the episode this I time? I did watch it, yes. Okay, good. I watched it last night. Okay, good. I, I also watched it, it last night. Today at 5 busy. p.m. Oh, nice. That's usually when I watch it. Yeah. Same. I literally, my mom was like, I'm not going to be at your house at late. So I was like, okay, perfect. I will watch it while Josh cooks dinner and then I'll like leave. Nope. That plan got scrapped. <laughs> and then I had to watch Goldie Cox with my mom. Goldie Cox. Uh, Rex actually reminded me to watch it last night. Oh, nice. Yeah. And watch it Wait, with me. You've seen it all though. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Cause why else would she you She did last episode fully from men- memory. I was like, huh. Oh, I was yeah. kind of sad too. I was looking forward to it. These last two episodes are my... Probably in the top five. Oh, really? Episodes, yeah. One day we should actually start to like make notes of what our top episodes are. This one is like I liked this one. Yeah. Uh, We say it a lot, but do I remember what my top episodes been so far? Brooke Ah. was like, "What episode is it tonight?" And I was like, "Oh, it's the season two finale. You know, the one where Big says he's engaged to Natasha." And she was like, "No, I don't know that one." And I was like, "Oh, I think I've seen this more than you." But it did make me want to rewatch the whole thing. It's enjoyable. Uh, Except for I hate big. We'll talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it with X and the city. You guys season two finale. Wait, are we recording? Yes. <laughs> Welcome oh. to the podcast, baby. We've got a guest tonight. Woo-hoo. Shannon, Shan, which one do you prefer? Listen, what do you prefer? I like them both. I'm going to go with Shan. Great. I love it. Hi. <laughs> This is Shan. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. She recently watched tonight's episode with her mother. Real good bonding moment. Yeah. I wish I hadn't, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You have seen Sex in the City. Yes. Prior to watching this episode again, though. Oh, yes. Many a time. When did you watch it? Were you, you, are you an OG or are you a TBS? TBS, I think. Okay. Uh, I was not allowed to watch this 
as like a high schooler. This was not watching it with your mother today. Even better for me. And then suddenly she knew plot points. And I was like, have you seen this? (laughs) She was watching it. It turns out, yeah. Maybe that's why uh, Shan I was, wasn't allowed to watch it. She uh, was maybe. like, there's a lot of booby in this. My my little daughter doesn't need more booby. <laughs> yes. Booby? Like boobies. Booties. Yeah, that's that would be the problem. Are the boobs? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Well, you only ever see the back of the man. I don't you never want, see the like. I don't want my teenage teen. daughter to know that boobs exist. <laughs> <laughs> this HBO was not allowed in my super conservative Christian upbringing Mm. so I started watching it my freshman year of college so like 2006 we had like a tv in our dorm and it used to be on syndication or tbs whatever wherever it was yeah and my college roommate and I just would stay up late and watch they used to air them all in order yeah Yeah. I remember that yeah do you feel like it was formative at that point in your life yeah uh well yeah, kind of. It made me feel like like sex was around, you know, and like not, it wasn't like health class sex. Wow, that was lame. But No, 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 for sure. That makes total sense. It was like for fun and like not as a punishment from God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay, we He's are going dark. to dig into that. <laughs> But first, Gross. let's cheers, shall we? Let's cheers. Season two finale. Yay. Okay, so you grew up in a Christian household. Yeah. And then you're watching Sex in the City. Who Did you decide, like, I'm going to watch this today, or did one of your friends bring it up to you? I think it was just, like, on, and, like, it was a cultural phenomenon by then. You know, like, 2006, totally. sure. like, it was... What, when did it start? Like, 2000, I want to say? Like, 1998. 1998. Things we know. Who 1998. <laughs> <was> so long <laughs> ago. Um, yeah, I think like by then it had been like in the zeitgeist or pop culture or whatever. Um, and so when it was on, I was like, you know what? We've never seen it. And um, my roommate at the time also hadn't hadn't really committed to watching it. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Let's just watch it at 11 p.m. on TBS <laughs> or whatever. And That's then exactly what you do in college. Yeah, instead of going to your 8 a.m. class, you stay up late and watch Sex in the City. Mm, 8 a.m., girl. Why? No, yeah, I failed that class. <laughs> and in the 8 a.m. speech class, it was ta- It was awful. Mine was literature, like 101, and I was like, I fucking hate this. And it was like a gen ed credit, and then I'm pretty sure I got like a D. Well, sex in the, watching Sex in the City counts, I feel like. That's kind of literature, study of literature. She is yeah, a journalist. Yeah, probably have thesis out by, theses about Sex in the City out by now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure they I'm do. sure somebody wrote a thesis on it. Thesis. Um, so we left off last episode realizing that big was in a new relationship and we come in a few weeks later in this episode. Heartbroken. He's always in a new relationship. Yeah. And here Carrie is a couple weeks later trying to get over it. And she is with the girlfriends. She's with Miranda. And this is how we start X in the city because we run into our first X of the episode. This is hilarious. It's cringe. I she felt so handles bad this for Steve. So poorly. I've actually I have a friend who basically did this. I would a hundred percent do this. Would you? Yeah, God, yes. You're in the sights though. 
I know. Oh yes, we are fully pretending that that person does not exist. Okay, so are you? You are clearly not friends with any of your exes. No, I am not. And I just listened to an episode where the two of you debated that. Yeah, well, yeah, we've <laughs> talked about this before. <laughs> it's a common topic yep. in the world of sex and relationships. No, I am scorched earth. We're done. We're done. So I don't. I don't want to know about you. I want okay. to pretend like you do not exist. Goodbye. Your exes are dead copy that they're dead to me <laughs> where does the love go i really like that line i crush it with my mind vice <laughs> oh god <laughs> okay but yes yeah, steve is walking down the street and miranda literally runs away from him and he sees it we as the audience get to watch him like like his little face shattered with sadness because he's so sweet he gets the shit end of the stick he really every does. Every episode. Every episode. And in all the movies. And in all the movies. And from what I hear. Yep. In the reboot as well. Oh, which I, I have not watched. Same. What <laughs> did, you haven't watched it either? Absolutely not. I've heard it as terrible. Yeah. The horse is dead. It Just doesn't matter if it's. Let it go. Okay. Listen, but is the fashion good in it? And is the fashion worth it? Because if the fashion is worth it, I could maybe be persuaded. Yes. I was too traumatized by watching the first like 15 minutes of the new one that I I don't even remember what people were wearing. That's fair. I already know the like spoiler and like yeah, all of that nonsense. But that is not what we are talking about right no, now. I'm we sorry. We digress. About, we're talking about OG Steve. Little young youngster Steve. Hey, is he standing on an apple box when he shows up at Miranda's apartment? Is he though? Is he? Because <laughs> he's so little, right? He is petite. <laughs> like you just want to put him in your little pocket and like he can be pocket Steve. And his proportions are all wrong. They are. He is such it a looks goofy like, but yet cute character. He looks especially muscly in this episode. He does. In a way that I was like, okay. I was I like, if we put some black rims on you and gave you a little bit of fade along the side of this haircut, you would be... Mm. Mm -hmm. A babe, a hipster fantasy, exactly, which is what I need in my life. I don't need a skipper glasses. He does look shockingly like Skipper. Maybe yeah. that's why I like him. Maybe that's why Miranda likes him. Oh, <laughs> I love that scene. It's really funny and cute. And they're actually genuinely becoming friends, I think, in that episode. What I really love about. Um, so he comes to Miranda's door and calls her out directly, which I love. Like, good for you, Steve. Way to have some, way to have that confrontational skill set. Which is why he's such a good fit for Miranda yeah. because he's not a weenie. No. And then he very open, honestly, and vulnerably says, you hurt my feelings. And me as the viewer was like, oh, I love vulnerability and honesty. I do love when men are like kind of gushy on the inside where I'm just like, Look at your weird muscles in this t-shirt, but also soft and gooey on the inside. Having a lot of feels. I know. So I good. It. And here she is learning something, right? She isn't usually friends with her ex and she's growing and we're finally getting some like depth to the characters, mm -hmm. but which like, is why I love this episode. I feel like we start to learn, the characters start to learn some stuff. Oh, interesting. But like, are they friends though? Like they oh. fuck in this episode. Well, they're at least being nice to each other. Yep. Good, good point. Good point. And Very it's true. A big mo it's a big moment moment because Miranda goes from, no, the exes are dead to me. They are scorched earth, essentially. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, well, why couldn't I be friends with him? Because nothing good ever happens when you're friends with your ex. Oh, look, 
they some good things happened. Someone was, got an orgasm out of it. I was well. gonna say they ended up in bed. <laughs> they have the conversation about like we broke up for real reasons, right? Yeah, totally. And I was like, been there, marrying that. Yep. There we go. Oh my god. <laughs> You know what? Same. Been there, married that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like you you do the on again, off again. Then you're like, no, I really can't. Cause you know, that line of where does love go? I have never been able to put that love away. And instead I'm like, mm-hmm. well, we could be friends. And then I'm like, but now I'm hot and heavy. Okay. And then we're back together and now I'm marrying him. Can we talk about Charlotte's shitty <laughs> plot line? I hate everything about this. This I feel like Charlotte really gets the shaft in this episode, to be honest. Did they like shaft this whole season? I think so too. I, me too. I actually, I love Charlotte. Like I love her. Do you think you're a Charlotte? I don't, a little bit. I think you could be a little Charlotte. A little bit. I have learned to appreciate her. Mm -hmm. I think she's like really genuine in a way that maybe Miranda and Carrie specifically kind of are not like she's very almost gosh naive is isn't really the word but like she's very earnest earnest yeah mm-hmm. and I I like that about her and so I think like this whole thing with the Horace is I'm just like god this comes off like you're such a privileged white it's well she is asshole. a privileged white asshole my god I know <laughs> but sometimes you can forget I think it's more like the writers forgot to write her in yeah, no, I think it was just a really poorly done metaphor about falling off the horse and getting back on. Like, I huh. just took this as a very cringy, obvious metaphor for all of these women talking about, like, you know, even Samantha's like, okay, I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. And ugh. man, I think you might be right. I, that's what I didn't like about it. So, like, poor Charlotte, because she does get the shaft and it's not a good plot line. But what I really. It just felt like they were trying hard to be like, we've got depth and they didn't need it because you have depth in a lot of lines. Like this episode has a lot of really good lines that make you as the viewer and you as the, in my case, the woman being like, oh, yeah. This episode has one of my favorite lines in TV of all time. Um, So I'm going to read it as soon as I find it. It's at the very end during Carrie's monologue. Um, Maybe some women aren't meant to be tamed. Maybe they just need to run free until they find someone just as wild to run with. It's so good. It's like iconic sex in the city. I just got goosebumps when you said it. Yeah, (laughs) It's so good. I clapped my hands together and yelled after that line. I was like, that's right. Cause I, this, that whole, oh man, now we're jumping in. So not in chronological order, I guess, but (laughs) by the time we get to the round table, the second round table, I guess in the episode and they're at the bar and they're talking about, um, the way we were that movie. Uh, Have you seen it? Have you guys seen it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I am not surprised either of you have seen it and responded to me like that. (laughs) It's a, I meant to look it up. It's so good. Barbara Streisand's amazing in it. Um, She's amazing in general. She really is. And Robert Redford is like, oh, so handsome. Sexy. He really is. Um, While they're talking about that. (laughs) And Miranda and Charlotte, they all love this movie. (laughs) Samantha's the only one that hasn't seen it. Suh. (laughs) Suh. You should probably watch it, though. It's really good. It's like a classic. It's really good. 
It's a classic romance. It's got a good ending. Anyway, by the time they're at the round table, they are talking about like how, what's her name? Katie. Katie. How Katie is a complicated girl and like he ends up with a simple girl and all that stuff. And I think we all have some level of being complicated. Right. But like, I don't know for me, like in college, I was like, oh, I'm a manic pixie dream girl. Like I'm so messed <laughs> up. Um, like the asshole I was. And I think like for me, like when I was first watching the show, I was like, Oh my God, I totally feel that. Um, you but, identified with it. Yeah. And I just think like the end, like Carrie's like recapping and she's just like, maybe women are just meant to run wild until they find someone to run with. And I thought that was like really beautiful in the moment. And I was like, Oh shit. I forgot how much I love that line. This was a tool that I could put in my toolbox in my twenties to feel good and empowered after a breakup. Yeah, exactly. Like I was just, he just wasn't the guy to run with me or the person to run with me. Right. I have definitely been told from friends and lovers that things <laughs> are sometimes too hard with me. And when Big said no, that, what? when Big said that, <laughs> I was like, hit him, hit him. All of my <laughs> internal rage wants to just come out. Yeah, Shocker. Same. Oh, same. Oh. But D- both of you don't like Big, right? I'm God. outnumbered here. I hate mm. Big. I hate him so much. So it's okay for Carrie to be complicated, but it's not okay for Big to be complicated? Big's not complicated. He's an idiot. I agree. <laughs> okay. Do I... Here's the thing. We need to talk about your rage response. <laughs> here's my hot take. I might not love Carrie either. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, no, I think... Carrie can be very... I don't think I, any of us like Carrie anymore. She's got... No wonder we were so fucked up. <laughs> truly. Yeah. She's got like really good episodes where I'm like, oh, Carrie, you're doing so good in this. And then she's got really fucked episodes but I just hate Carrie and Big's relationship so much and I I just I kind of had an ex like this where we were kind of like off and on and off and on and hot and not hot and we were friends and we weren't friends and like we never ended up together did you look to Carrie in those moments to like totally yeah I was like see we're gonna end up together yeah I don't think it's really her that character's fault um, good point. Good point. That we all kind of looked up to her as this role model. Like she's so fucked up and has no idea what she's doing. Totally. And You're I don't totally think right. she ever really says that she does. That's one of the like slight problems about us watching this at such a formative age. Like, I wonder what it would have been like to be in my thirties affording HBO at my own house. I actually <laughs> was just thinking this. about that. I was thinking about that today while I was like recapping and like thinking about this episode and watching this episode. I was like, how old are they supposed to be right now? And I think like probably mid thirties is what I'm guessing. I think early early Mm thirties. And that's like such a fucking different time than when you're in your early twenties. I know. And for us to have been like, Oh, he's my Mr. Big in our twenties is really different than in our mid thirties being like, he's my Mr. Big. If you told me that, I'd be like, oh, shall we discuss what healthy relationships look like? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. I remember telling like my my college roommate who was watching this with for the first time um, that like if this ex had proposed to me like at age 20, I would have been like, yes, absolutely. And now I look back on that and like, what the fuck am I thinking? Like, 
And so I just feel for like care. I feel connected to Carrie in that. I think her character, that's what that character is meant to do is to kind of be the one that people connect with all the other ones Mm -hmm. up until this point are pretty one dimensional. Absolutely. Carrie's been the only one with some gray area. This is true. I think that changes 100% as the series progresses, but she's kind of the only one that you can relate to because we are complex creatures. Yeah. We can't just, we weren't just Samantha or just Miranda or just Charlotte. We had a little bit of gray area. Yes. I do think it gets better as the seasons go. Like, each character is more has has more dimension as the seasons go on for sure. sure. Let me ask you a question. You don't like big. That's very clear. When you were watching it the first time, though, did you want them to end up together? Yeah, I think I, I think we all did. Probably. I did not. Oh, you didn't. Wow. You're smarter than all of us. No. (laughs) Well, she currently still likes him. No, absolutely. Uh, I wanted her to end up with Aiden. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That was tough. Spoilers. They know, we know Aiden's coming back in this new season. Yeah. But like for what purpose? Well, we don't know, but I'm still excited because I'm still secretly rooting for Aiden. Why? He's also, it's fine. We'll talk about that on another episode. It's not like any of the men introduced with the exception of Steve and what Charlotte's second husband, Harry, uh, Harry. the goat. Uh, Oh yeah. 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 Oh, if Aiden ends up with Carrie in this reboot, which I'm sure I'll hear about. You will. I will lose all respect for his character. How mad will you be? Like on a scale <laughs> so of pissed. one to ten. <laughs> I'm so pissed. <laughs> I disagree. I think I loved, we're not talking about like the series finale, but like the movies really ruined it for me. Interesting. Yeah. Like I liked the way the show ended. And then when they end up together in the movie, I was like, what? <laughs> they shouldn't have made the movies. I agree. They should have just left it. You know what? If those women made a bunch of money, though, I do not remember the movies. They're terrible. I remember one scene when they're in the Middle East and like they find out that all the women who. No, 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 no. That's the only scene I remember. (laughs) I think that's from the second movie. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're not that good. One day we'll get to the movies. Maybe. Or we'll be dead at this, at this rate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of dead at this rate, let's also talk about Samantha and her big (gasps) conquered, her her big stallion, her stallion. (laughs) She's Goldie Cox. The, the writing that they used for her little subplot was so good because he picks her up on the street and she says, what makes you so cocky? And he says, Oh, I was born with it. And I was like, I, I want to walk down a busy street in that dress and yeah. feel as much confidence as she feels in this scene. I know. I, I yes. this is my goal in life. Yes. I want to just <laughs> be as confident. Samantha. This is peak Samantha. I agree. I love it. And then she's like, can we just be friends? <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. Uh, poor guy. I mean, I mean, this, she's probably the only one who was like willing to like really be excited about it. So that he had that going for him. Are there such things as penile reduction surgeries? There's gotta be. That has never shown up in my Hotmail inbox. Therefore, I'm not Why don't you Google it right now? (laughs) Don't. I don't know if you want the aftermath of that. No. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no. I am still scarred from being a teenager before email services got better spam filters and it being like, would you like to enlarge your member? No. And I was like, I don't think I'm confident what member you're referencing. <laughs> <laughs> at psychobritchick at hotmail.com. As it is, our Instagram ads are going to get real weird. After this episode. Yeah, that's sort of why I said all of that, just so that Instagram would serve us weird shit. I'll screenshot it, put it on our I love our that Instagram. Carrie, like Carrie, when she's saying like calling her, calling Samantha Goldilocks, <laughs> a classic, classic line. Um, I love that. <sighs> Never mind. <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say, but oh well. She jumps right into the bit. The, I'm looking for one that's just right. <laughs> <laughs> um, My partner brought up kind of an interesting, he watched this with me. And he said that he doesn't really understand why Samantha is there. That he <gasps> said she feels like an outs, he feels like she is an outsider fascinating for all the episodes that he has watched i mean she is the oldest one right like yeah she is the oldest and I she's think she's the newest friend or is charlotte the newest friend no no you eventually learn miranda and i think Carrie it's samantha is the newest friend okay i have never thought about this and i'm like my i had brain never is thought like about short it circuit cir short circuiting yeah I had never really thought about it. I always think of them as a four pack. Yeah. yeah, totally. And, but now that you think of, she's always coming in with like, she doesn't have as many stories with all of them. She usually has the outside, the outlier opinion. Yeah. And she's usually kind of annoyed <laughs> at like the three of them. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> I feel like, I think she's necessary for one HBO wanted a show that pushed boundaries and she is definitely the character that is willing to take you past a boundary that TV wasn't looking at prior. And two, I think she pushes the girls boundaries like her and Charlotte a couple episodes ago when they get in that big fight. I think she pushes Charlotte on that because Charlotte ends up having to um, reflect on why she would be slut shaming Samantha and like, is it okay for her to slut shame Samantha after her brother helped make the move? Yeah. That's what I was going to say that she like, I think she pushes the girls to think about sex and par partnering with someone, um, whether it's on like an emotional deep level or if it's just like just a physical level, I think she pushes them to think about it like in a different way. I now, I mean, Yes. <laughs> and uh, now I kind of, I'm rethinking like, isn't this, there this like feud between Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim yes. Cattrall and not getting paid enough. Mm -hmm. Like if we look at it through that perspective, Kim Cattrall is sex in the city. Yeah. It's she totally why is. it was successful. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I also want to, I know I talk so much shit about the book. I didn't finish it. Wait, have we read it? Has, uh, I started it. It's really awful writing. It's oh. just terrible. But now I want to go back and read it because the stories do switch up. They're not actual. They they kind of pull from different stories to create these episodes. I want to go back and figure out who the Samantha character is and if it's Interesting. actually one person. I didn't know that. That's Let us know what you find out. Or if they're pulling from different stories. So I'll report back. Samantha's 
character as a professional woman in America and as a representation of that also exemplifies that you don't actually need a man to be happy. And the other women- You just need a vibrator. Yeah. Hell yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the other women are all still chasing that level of a relationship that I don't think all women can actually relate to. And Sam comes in and holds that space in terms of the kind of identity or typecast of each character. It's important to have somebody who's like mm, marriage and monogamy is not my end all be all like we're modern women. I love when we get to see Samantha wearing her like hat, uh, like her businesswoman hat. Like I yeah. love those episodes because yes. I'm like, God, you're such a badass. Like, I want to be you. Like I want to be It was Samantha. really important for me to be watching that at 17, 18 and mm -hmm, being like, totally. oh shit, like she's single and she's working. She's a professional. She's a badass and it exists. I can do that. I don't have to just get married and have kids this right is, outside of college. She also is one of the few people that champions for your own sexual pleasure and women yes. are so often taught against that. Yes. Samantha is required. Listen. <laughs> I think like the, the growing, like the Christian, my Christian, like up, like religious upbringing, it was like so um, novel to me to like see someone be so focused on their own pleasure that I was just like, oh, you can do that. <laughs> like when I was 18 or whatever. Sure. So I think she's pretty, I, I mean, essential. I love her story arc too, but I did not come episode. from a conservative background and wow, I still so was lucky. like, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting nasally, more nasally as this episode is going on. Oh, the, con yeah. the construction dust is. I don't hear it. Kicking in. Hey host, any other topics you want to bring up? <laughs> I put my notes down. Um, Oh, speaking of the Goldie Cox line, I do just want to make a quick fashion note that in the world of pattern clashing, Samantha was wearing a cheetah top with a leopard bottom. She sure was. And I <laughs> was she? I didn't even notice. Yeah, she was. Do you distinctly understand the difference of the hides of cheetah versus <laughs> leopard versus? I guess I didn't. <laughs> we will add that to our Instagram story because it is important for everybody to understand. <laughs> what print you're looking at but the worst part though is it wasn't power clashing it was just like subtle clashing and are you I referencing loved and hated it jack donaghy and power clashing yes excellent 30 rock <laughs> reference <laughs> i actually wish the fashion had been better in this episode actually um i feel like we're getting into the era of like really good like well really formative. So good. You can take with a grain of salt, but really good 90, like early aughts fashion. Yeah. Oh yeah. In even, these upcoming seasons, like as we approach season three, I'm like, all right, Carrie's even, getting ready to wear bandanas in her hair. I'm ready. <laughs> even HBO's like cover photo for um, season three start is like, you can tell that they get a bigger budget. They've recognized totally. for sure. Yeah. They're on the map now and they need to bring it. Because I think, do we need to talk about Carrie's iconic pink dress when she has friends lunch? Yeah, let's talk about, let's actually go back and dig into what happens with Big and Carrie in this episode. Because I think it, it's so, so real. <laughs> 
This is like a super genuine. I don't know why we didn't talk about this earlier. I guess we kind of like got distracted. (laughs) I really derailed us. Bird hopping is common. Okay. So Carrie has decided she's going to be friends with Big, which is a dumb fucking idea. Like why? Why does she need to be friends with Big is my first question. She's too fragile at this point. I think, I do think you can be friends with an ex, but she is way too, she's still into him. She's still in love with him. You can't be friends with someone when you're in love with him. She's fully still in love with him. Like, what are we doing, But I can appreciate that moment. This is how we know how much time has moved on. At the very beginning of the episode, she mentions that she ran into them a few weeks ago and that she left there saying Natalie's name and not, Natasha. Natasha's name. Damn. Uh, And not whatever they were calling her, which was like the skinny idiot stick figure without a soul. Yeah. 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 That one doesn't really have a great ring to it. No, (laughs) No, she could have been wittier like for a writer. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I can appreciate that moment of being like, oh, I guess I'm not bitter. And then you're like, oh, wow. I have matured. I have grown and I've moved on. We are ready for friendship. I know that feeling though. When she was like, I've saw them and I realized that they were in love and it was okay. And you're like, I know you think that this is just the eye of the storm. Yes. 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 Like as soon as Carrie's like, I can be friends. I like literally said to my TV, no, you can't. No, you can't. (laughs) And then my mother who was watching this with me was like, why do you keep saying that and I was like oh mom we have so far to go yeah no no no. if she wanted to be friends with someone from like college yeah go for it sure big is hot off the press and it was like a whole dramatic breakup I don't want to go to Paris I don't want you to come to Paris with me like it was a whole fucking thing it wasn't like it's not you it's me let's mutually part ways Five her, months and he's marrying somebody else. I, I would have puked so too. Justified. I actually, I'm. I live for Carrie's rage moment in this episode. I feel like it is so justified. Oh yeah, she stood up for herself. It's what we all want to do with an ex. Yes. I think. Mm-hmm. Like if I could go back to my like worst exes and be like fuck you like in the moment and like grab my purse and stumble down the stairs like I totally would do it I like the don't don't help me don't you help me yep I would want it too minus the tripping on the stairs but I I do like that she's like those stairs are dangerous (laughs) (laughs) she is fired up and it's hard because lunch is going so well and they're getting a little drunk and you can see that there's a little bit of this. Is like, it going well? It's not a healthy lunch either. They no, it's need, not a healthy lunch. They needed lunch. to get drunk to be they sh- cool. They don't need to be friends. No, no. they just do not don't need, need, to, be need to be friends. Especially he doesn't strike me as a type who really even has friends. No, I agree. He doesn't have much of a personality. I agree. He watches wrestling and like all he watches okay. everything by all himself. All right. All right. Put, put, <laughs> put away the claws. <laughs> I cannot and will not. <laughs> this is an open wound for both of them. He's yeah. nervous as well. I just, that like, that sting of being like, oh my God, five months in, you're marrying this child, like this 25 year old girl, like, because she's simple basically is what is the contact, like the yeah, unspoken. The yeah. Right. It's just like, oof, you can feel that sting for Carrie. I do love also though that they all, she probably called them. There were some tears, whatever. And she was like, I'm invited to the fucking engagement party. At the plaza. Also, we are getting together. We're Why? getting together. And they were like, yes. <laughs> Why are we invited to the engagement party? 
What the fuck? Probably that invite went out when they were saying they were going to be friends. Still. I think he's not over her. Oh, 100%. Either. Yeah. That's why she got the invite. I'm sorry, but is Natasha not like, the fuck are you doing inviting your ex? Yeah. Natasha seems so cool. These last she just two seems episodes. very nice yeah. in a way that she like sits in the car and yeah. doesn't, she just does a quick glance out. I like, would be she like, seem threatened. She I'd be like, get your angry. ass in here. You are not going to hang out with your ex. Goodbye. Yeah. Absolutely not. She, I don't think Natasha exists in like the real world. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she's like, I want to call her a foil, but she's not really a foil, but yeah. she's, she's one dimensional on purpose. Yes. Yeah. Um, but they get together. They're drinking Cosmopolitans, I'm assuming. Of course. <laughs> Is there another drink available in the world of Sex and the City? Uh, scotch? Uh, scotch. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Scotch. Yeah. No beers in sight. Nope. Except for that uh, Ladies Night episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think the only point where Carrie fucks up is she asks him, she goes to the party. Yes. Don't go to the party. Don't go. Don't. No, that's too many. Where are your friends? In. Where are your friends? Why yeah. would your friends allow you to go to this party? <laughs> no one walked they you home. They didn't know. They should have been more careful. They should have been watching her like a hawk. They should have kept her out all night. Yeah. 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 But she, but she goes and then asks, why, why wasn't, wasn't it? it me? I know. No. Don't ask that. No. Now is not the time. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Also, is it ever the time? It, it's not the time. It's not the time. Mm-mm. She looked weak. Oh, yes. And I hate that she's like, your girl is lovely. Like at the end, I hated that because I was just like, Carrie, you're so much better than this. Like it would have been more empowering. I know it's not good TV probably, but it would have been more empowering as a uh, a woman who identified with this particular character. You can be anyone who identifies with this particular character, but for her to be watching the party from afar. Yes, maybe she decided to go. She needed some closure. She needed to see them off at their engagement party. I get that. And then to have the line like about yeah, the, with totally. the hair and the thing. It, the whiplash of being so weak and saying, why wasn't it me? To then the narrator coming in. So like, oh, I realize it's not me because you can't run with me. I was like, oh, but. Totally. I think, but Carrie does that a lot, right? Like she kind of does that where she's like, has these moments of weakness and then these moments of, well, if he wanted to be with me, he could be with me. And it's like, I don't know for TV, like you want it one way or the other, but it does kind of make me think like, we're not like that. Like people aren't like that. And then I'm like, God damn it. That's good writing. (laughs) From a costume design perspective, I noticed this and maybe I noticed this because I'm planning a wedding and this is She like, wore a white dress. She wore a white dress and <laughs> Natasha was in black. And she looked fucking great in that white she dress. She looked fucking great. She's, I mean, SJP, can we just give it up for her? Oh. And like, just how stunning she, I love her. She's so pretty. I think she's gorgeous. I completely agree. And I did wonder, I thought it was interesting that Natasha was in black. And I wondered, is this like twofold? One, White is inherently disrespectful. So a little on the catty side. Okay. Potentially. Or two is Carrie and white. Cause she's good. And Nat- Natasha, why do I keep saying Natalie? Natasha know. is in black because she's like the bad, the evil, the enemy. But like Natasha's not the enemy though. She's not. But as far as the viewers, as far as the wardrobe was yeah. trying to portray. Yeah. 
Because Natasha was, is the enemy. I could, I maybe buy that, maybe. But I feel like Natasha gets the shaft too. Oh yeah, but like we don't care about poor, Natasha. Poor Natasha is probably one of the better humans in this whole show. I I and think she she's, gets destroyed. She's like twenty nothing. She's twenty five, and 20 she nothing. walked into this relationship unknowingly with all of this baggage. And what the fuck is she doing marrying someone at 25 after five months? Honestly, somebody though, who's like in his forties. Also not that handsome. I beg to differ. Uh, I do think big is <laughs> handsome. He's tall and tall does not equal hot, but he, but he is tall and he's, he's got a, a presence about him and he's always sharply dressed. Yeah. He really nails he's got the that whole tall, dark, and handsome thing. Sometimes Ooh. when he's relaxed, he's got the little Superman curl up front. Just kind of like flops. It's not oh, for gosh. me. I can see <laughs> Zim being like, oh, what a babe. I can see it in oh. her emotions right now. <laughs> it's a thumbs down from me. <laughs> um, speaking of white, this is... Again, we're now just on fashion talk what? now. No, speaking of white dresses, white clothing. Speaking of white. What kind of podcast are we on? <laughs> Charlotte Ooh, turn. does all of her horse riding in that white shirt and they're in the like poopy barn. And I think she's that's wear- a uniform. I At the end. How I are people that clean? Oh, she's not doing any of the like actual shoveling or anything. No, but no, no. Episcopalian horsing. princesses don't do the shoveling. Is she Episcopalian? Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, meanwhile, you juxtaposed to Carrie, who looks like she is going to the club downtown and hasn't and is going to like chain smoke her way through. Like she looks so trashy in that outfit. Some. And she's in heels in the horse poop. Some of this in like watching the series again, right? Like in this world, I'm just like, wow, smoking in bars. So many cigarettes. Remember we can, when you could do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Remember when you had to designate whether you wanted to sit in the smoking Smoking or, or non? non-smoking. Yeah. I was watching this going, God, what a bunch of assholes just smoking cigarettes around I these know. poor, do they poor not horses. Care I was like, horses? is this allowed? And then when she got yelled at, I, like I literally was like, Bo, are you allowed to smoke near horses? Also, then she just throws the cigarette in like into the manure <laughs> and is like, goodbye, cigarette. <laughs> like what? Again, cringe. I hate that whole storyline. I hate the metaphor and I hated that scene and just, and then they just walked out onto New York City streets. Oh yeah. I think it wasn't even upstate in any capacity. No, I think they're in Central Park. Yeah. I think this is a thing that happens. They do have horses in Central Park. Yeah. So I I think they are fully just like at the stables in Central Park. Upper East Side shit. Well, Charlotte is involved. (laughs) She's rich. (laughs) Oh, how I wish. Uh, well, we are going to take a quick break and when then we get back. we'll be back for uh, Bojang's sex break. Funky Spunk Podcast is brought to you by Steno Denver, a rad boutique co-working space in the lovely City Park West neighborhood of Denver. If you are looking for a new place to work or you want to get those small businesses out of the basement, Seriously, go check out Steno. It's a beautiful space. You're going to meet some amazing people. And our listeners will get two free weeks of co-working. Just head to their website at stenodenver.com and use the promo code FUNKYSPUNK. Mostly you can hear me breathing. Mo's Tavern, Mo speaking. (laughs) 
Bojangs. That's more polite than last time. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready for you, Bojangs. This is Sexpert. Uh, Bo, we have a guest here today. Hey. We do. Another team That's very member. exciting. Hello. Hello. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this is Sexpert with Bojangs. He is going to ask us a series of questions, and we are going to try our very best not to look like idiots. Try. Well, this week it's designed to be a collaborative effort. Yahoo. There's a lot of questions, but they're true, false, multiple choice. Oh, nice. Choices? Yeah. I this, love choices. This sounds like a whole ass <laughs> quiz. <laughs> <laughs> how long How long do we have, Bo? I... This one... I, you know, this one has has several questions. All right, but season some, finale. I guess we gotta go it big. Is, yeah, we're celebrating. Did you know that <laughs> it's a season finale, Bo? Exactly. So I didn't include all the characters in my in my research, but I tried to get as much out of the you know the storyline as I could. All right. <laughs> I love it. We are ready. You guys ready? Yeah. So ready. Let's do it. All right. Section one: True, false. Oh, how simple it is. It is legal to to own a horse in New York City. True. Legal? Oh, wait, in New York City or New York as a state? New York City. I'm thinking that's got to be false, right? To own it or to 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 have a horse. House it. So like to house a horse to illegal. To kick I, it with a horse. Guess I would maybe illegal cuz where would you ultimately end up putting it? Yeah. Sorry, can you can you say the question again? <laughs> All right. It is legal to own a horse in New York City. I'm thinking false then because false. I think the only horses in New York City are one, police horses, and two, you can rent and ride at Central Park. But that means that someone owns them in yeah, New York City. Yeah, but it's a that corporation. A probably is my guess. I lean false too. I Yeah. It is true. Oh, there shit. Is no permit required to own a horse on private property for recreational purposes. Wow. I want to own a horse. <laughs> I mean, I don't I know. You can, I, I mean, you can't can. afford that. <laughs> you can have a horse as a pet in New York City. Wow. Good. Good to know. Can you in Denver? Now, yes. The places to ride it are a little limited these days. but <laughs> They are? Uh, <laughs> I think you can own a, own a horse anywhere. So, so part two of the horse question, this oh, is no. maybe opinion based, but uh, Charlotte's horse riding experience in Central Park is accurate. Oh, no, I don't think it is. Oh, that was the question. I think it's yeah. false because here's listen, I got a lot of opinions today. <laughs> Get after it. I think it's false because she does this like galloping like trot canter at the end. And like I go right at a runner. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to do that. I think you have to walk. Like uh, I think your horse has to walk. I'm I'm gonna go with it's not accurate. But uh Britt, what do you think? I think not accurate. They walked right out on the city street. It was weird. Okay. Bo, <laughs> not accurate. All right. Well, I think this is open for debate then. Oh, I said it's sort tell of us about it. Uh, for the most part, it is pretty real, though. There was a horse stable called Claremont Stables that operated in Central Park and mm -hmm. allowed trail riding up until 2007. I knew so that. she gets on that horse and rides her ass right into Central Park. That is accurate. Okay, yeah, but, but is, there like a, is there a speed limit? <laughs> yes. Right, so to look into the, the technicalities of like how fast you can go and you know the the places you can be 
I'll give you guys that one. It may not be accurate. Trail riding, I think, requires it to be a walk. <laughs> yeah, like a trot. Like, yeah. I did think it was weird that they like n- ran. no canters allowed. But I also think that was the bad, the bad metaphor coming into play. Oh yeah, it definitely was that. <laughs> anyway, do you think that was actually Charlotte on the horse? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, wow! That never occurred to me. I want I it to be of, her. But I was going to say, I just associate that character as she Charlotte does her so own intensely. That yes, but <laughs> yeah, I, don't I think know. she rides horses. I think she hopped right on that bad Larry. <laughs> bad Larry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, question three: There are currently horse stables in Manhattan. True or false? Well, oh, true. Based, no, based off the way he said that stadium or stable ran up until 2007 tells me no i'm thinking yes because it's legal to own a horse in new york city yeah so you gotta gotta house those horses somewhere people don't care if they get exercise yes it is true there are four horse stables listen we could call up (laughs) shannon's mom and ask her she has ridden horses in central park damn there you go that's some bougie ass shit listen you know she loves that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen horses <laughs> in Central Park. Totally, it's not. That yeah, way. I looked into what it's like, like currently, and it doesn't. It's it's not as freewheeling as it used to be, especially when there was freewheeling there. <laughs> well, when they had the stable in Central Park, you could like walk up and be like, "Can I ride a horse?" And they'd be like, "I don't know, sure." Like it, like you an know? impulse purchase. Yeah, you could just kind of like <laughs> rock with it. I think now you gotta. You know, it's limited. They're private companies. They bring the horses to you. Oh. They're not just hanging out in Central Park anymore. Okay, okay. copy that. Copy that. I think they gotta they gotta bring them in from one of the other places to. Uh, so it's 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 uh, you know, but you can still do it. I think. Hmm. Um, all right, and question five of the true or false section: There are currently horse stables in the Bronx. <laughs> what true kind of question is this, Bo? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say, okay. The there, poor air pollution. If that is the case, I'm. There probably are horse stables. There shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, all I can think about is the fact that, like, the JFK. No, not JFK. It's yeah. It's Laguardia. J- Laguardia. Yeah, it's Laguardia. That's right there. Like. I have no. family in the Bronx. Most of my experience from New York is in the Bronx. Shit, have you ever ridden a horse I in the Bronx? I have never seen a horse, but I mean, who knows? They could be like locked in someone's back parking lot, and that's technically a stable. That's definitely <laughs> I'm, it. I'm going to say uh, no, but we're probably wrong, right? I mean, yeah. hold on. Britt, Chan? I want to say, I want it to be no. I want it to be no. I have, sure, no. <laughs> I have no strong feelings on this one because I'm not that familiar with the Bronx. Bo? Well, there, it is true. There are currently two Mother fucker. in the Bronx. Listen. All I can think about is the air quality right there. Oh, my God. You I have so much industrial. I well, instantly want to make an adult cartoon about this. Oh, I said. I feel like the... Just the phrase or like the idea of like horses in the Bronx is prime for a song, like whether it be mm. hip hop or country music. I'm not positive, but like, could go either way. Maybe it's like a little Nas X right there. Oh. He gets to do a song called like Horses <laughs> in the Bronx. Stay tuned for our next episode. Hold on, just quick, little Nas X. Quick, really sad fact, Zimmy. There would be nowhere for your adult horse comic your horse living in the Bronx comic because Cartoon Network is no more. What? What? Yeah. Wow. That's brand new news. Wow. By Bummer. the time this 
hits the air it might not be brand new but as of now it's brand new there goes half of my entertainment yeah honestly same (laughs) i mean i'm sure it'll be streaming or or it'll be somewhere but i think there's a section in hbo max right now called cartoon all right so section one about charlotte and the horses you all did pretty well i even made an answer key and i forgot to mark down your score so (laughs) uh, well i'm glad it matters (laughs) professional yeah we're supposed to be keeping track of this this is a competition. I'm just joking. Is it us against Bo? It's us against I the would, world, oh, Shan. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, you got at least four out of five. <laughs> hey, pretty good. Pretty good. That's, All right. pretty good. That's way better than we usually do. Uh-huh. Wait, that was yeah. question one? Should I get that snacks? That was section one. <laughs> section one. <laughs> yeah, if you need, like, orange slices and, like... Oh my God, you are know. you going to bring us orange yeah, slices? Yeah, I'm going to need some Powerade. <laughs> yeah. I need to replenish my electrolytes. <laughs> Um, we on. are on to section two, multiple choice. It's all about dicks now. Oh, dicks. Yeah. All about that D. All about that D. 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 Okay, go ahead. <laughs> all right. So this information comes from a 2019 survey of approximately 1,400 women. Okay. 1,387 to be exact. Okay. Um, what was it? Who, so, who did the survey? Oh, shit. Um, because <laughs> if it's Jacko's sex and stuff, I'm not sure we can really that was rely on it. <laughs> I think this is the Bad Girls Bible. The what? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. If that's a band name, I call it. <laughs> you should see this thing. The Bad Girls Bible broke it down. I mean, the information isn't that in depth. But they broke it apart. So, you know, the, you if you want to see the intricacies of how approximately 1,400 women prefer penises. <laughs> okay. It, All right. It's got graphs. Let's, it's got details, go. breakdown, okay. analysis. And how do you feel about your penis now? I learned it's pretty average. Uh, <laughs> Does that? I'm guessing we're only pulling heterosexual women in this moment. Probably. Um. We're asking yeah. a lot of there are, questions. I will say that there is some interesting data because it like sort of uncovered a rarely talked about condition with for like overly sensitive vaginas in the case that like a one inch penis would stimulate the vagina. Fascinating. Uh, oh. So the data does that. become like a li- if I were to get like weird with the questions, we would have some like interesting interesting data to talk about. I mean, let's get weird. But go on, (laughs) go on. Okay, so what is it? Bad, bad, by what? Bad Girls girls Bible. Bible. Bad Girls Bible. It's my new band name. Yeah. I like it. 100%. (laughs) Hashtag. (laughs) Okay, we're ready. All right. So, according to this 2019 survey of approximately 1,400 women, the most favored penis length is a five to seven inches, B six to eight inches, or C seven to nine inches. No, I'm gonna wow. go five to seven. Same five to seven. There's no way it can be seven to nine inches. We just talked about Mr. Too Big. Yeah. 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 <laughs> also Yeah, five to seven. Well, y'all are friendly to your uh, anyway, the answer is B, six to eight inches. Wow. Shut the fuck up. They are six lying. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely, that's, you're fronting. 
<laughs> You're <laughs> fronting. You're fronting. Like, you want the right amount of fill, the right amount of movement without the pain. You just want to be like, what if we try this position? Because any, you, you move too big and po- some positions well, go right out the door. There, there it you is. Know? There's Britt. There <laughs> she <laughs> is. There she is. And you know what? <laughs> the Bad Girls Bible talks all about the various things that may make, sure. uh, you know. So, How much I time mean, did you spend reading the survey? Listen, it's the Bible. <laughs> It took a minute. Preach. You know, I put this. So <laughs> we know wow. that the most favored penis length is six to eight inches. Okay. Six to eight uh, inches. Let's break it down even further. What is the ideal penis length scientifically or mathematically according to this study? Well, it better be like 6.5 or 6.25 because I'm still well, pumped on my it's five multiple to seven. Choice. So Ooh, it's multiple your, choice. Here's oh. your option. Okay. Slow your roll there. <laughs> Jesus. I have feelings. <laughs> A, 6.4 inches, B, 7.2 inches, or C, 8.1 inches. 6.4. It's got to be. It's got to be. A. According to this study, it is B, 7.2 inches. These bitches. Listen, I want to know how they're measuring the penises they're having sex with. Yes. Because I think. I need more information. Yes. Standing. Is different than than missionary. Missionary is different than like sure. dog. Like you have and to so, have that variety. There she it is. It goes into a lot of this. this there's waiting. a lot of that detail. Here she is. But six to eight is a, considered the Goldilocks range. Wow, the Goldilocks range. The Goldilocks <laughs> rating. And, I wish uh, I had written that. Don't give me credit for that. This study also, you know, it opens up categories there's women who like even 12 inches apparently is not enough so there are conditions there are variations do they give their uh, name and email address because we would love to have them on the podcast yeah and mr too big would not be too big for them yeah Yeah. let's connect (laughs) as as samantha says it's a wall of flesh (laughs) (laughs) all right it's a lot well of these 1400 women what percentage say there is a such thing as too big. A, 74.6%. B, 83.5%. Or C, 91.2%. I'm going to give up guessing since I'm wrong. I think it has to be B, because apparently people are not quite as like versatile as I am. No, I'm going to go with A, because apparently all of them want just like bigger penises. (laughs) I was expecting you to come out with like... A, 2%. (laughs) Same. And now I'm like, I was I polled? This is the percentage that say there is a such thing as too big. It seems like I'm going to go with A. Okay. I think we should go with A. Okay. Damn. I mean, we might have to check all this data because according to the survey, C, 91.2%. Listen, there's definitely such a thing as too big. Hey, have they well, ever experienced point... a Coke can? Have they expe- <gasps> ever experienced the noodle? Like, what is a noodle? Like, the a... long. The... <laughs> oh my God. It's got length, but no girth. Wow. I didn't realize that that's what a noodle was going to be. I thought a noodle was like possibly a micro penis. No, no, no. Sorry, the can, noodle. I get that, can I get that sound effect again? <laughs> I liked it. Can we make that my ringtone? <laughs> How will you explain that to your mother? I won't. (laughs) (laughs) 
anyway, let's how are we on. doing, Bo? So Great. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm starting to to think about how some of this data came together because <laughs> I'm starting to really question the, this research. These the the medical the journal of the bad get, girls. The next question is going to get real confusing. Uh-oh. I think. Yeah. You know, now that I look at the question, <laughs> but so we established that there 91.2 percent of these women did say there's a such thing as too big. So question four is, what percentage say that well-endowed or sex with a well-endowed partner is satisfying? Oh, I don't like this question. Is this multiple choice? Yes. Sorry. 56.3%, B, 61.5%, or C, 73.4%. It's got to be C now. (laughs) I think I'm going to... It's got to be a lot of them, right? Because the bad girl's Bible... They like a big dick. They frontin'. They frontin'. I don't know if they do, though. If, like, if, I mean, okay. I want to know how they're measuring these peni. Yeah, are they, do you, is there any additional information, Bo? Uh, well, question five will give you some question of that five. information. <laughs> this is sections, uh, Zimmy. Okay. Yeah. This is a full quiz. Okay. All right. Uh, let's I'm let's vote then. B? B. We're gonna it's go middle B. of the road. That sounds mm-hmm. good. You're right. 61.5% Yay! of the women we've gotten right. Boom. 61% does feel like kind of a lot. Yeah. But anyway. All right, Bo. Good job. Continue. All right. <laughs> then question five of the multiple choice. What percentage of these women say four inches or less is too small? Oh. 44. Probably 7%. all of them. <laughs> 55.8%. Or C, 60. Yeah. I feel like I read somewhere that the, like, we have like four inches of, of what? Of of inside room. Oh! Of taco space. Of bun. That's an excellent question. I was like, what are you talking about? Do we all collectively have one penis? The box is only four. The box is only four inches, but can't it expand? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Women are amazing. I mean, people with uteruses. But I mean, vaginas. To eight inches? Or nine or whatever. I don't well, know. That's why I people... don't want to bang an eight, nine, ten, twelver. <laughs> okay, sorry. What was the question? <laughs> the so, question was how many people think it's too small, right? Four inches is too small? We're going to go with the largest yeah, number. C, whatever C was. C, 66. That is, that is correct. 66. Yeah, yeah, probably. It. I want to know who these women are. Same. You know, I'm intrigued. I am sorry um, for my little swimmers. You guys are doing great. <laughs> the number the percentage dramatically starts changing after five or after four inches. So like in the survey, once you hit five inches or more, the number starts dropping rapidly. Okay. (laughs) Fascinating. So yeah, it seems according to this, I mean, I know they say ideal was 7.22, but yeah, it's somewhere between six and eight, according to these numbers. So, wow. Would you like your bonus question? Obviously, yes. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> I just All right. well, slid right in there to answer. Still with horse right cock. In? Horse cock. Horse <laughs> cock. No. Now if you're... <laughs> according a to a survey of 2,000 married adults, what is the average number of relationships a man and a woman will have, including marriage? 
over their lifetime? Yeah, the lifetime relationships, including marriage, yeah. Uh, Sexual relationships? You know, it didn't, it, it does break it down a little further than that in, but it even breaks it down into like one night stands and other shit. So oh I think God, this a one is, night stand is on a relationship. I <laughs> think this is like legit. You spent some time together for a while. A handful. I was going to say, I think average okay. is probably like four Are, or five. Do we have a, a year range? This was in 2019. This I couldn't get the exact date of this one, but it seemed very current. Okay, so current. Could, this is including Gen Gen Z. Gen Z. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, but it is a survey of two thousand married people. So uh, two thousand married people recently. How many, on average, relationships have they had? So we're not yeah. including one night stands. I would think. No, I think four. in this question, it 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 is definitely because. I'll tell you that to follow up. I was going to say, like, it's got to be in the range of, like, three to five, right? Okay, so we'll go with four. We'll go with four. Damn. All right. Well, maybe maybe we're off a little bit, because for women, apparently it's seven, and men is eight. Wow. Men will kiss 16 women in their lifetime and have two relationships that last over a year. Women will kiss approximately 15. Oh, I should say people. Sorry, kiss? Okay, I've kissed way more than 15 people. Uh, Kissing really changes things. This changes the... (laughs) I skew these numbers a lot. Yes, same. 15 is the low end. And they will each have two long-term relationships that last over a year. So... That's yeah. why I was thinking the four for me was like, you have your like, oh my God, my high school true love, we're three months in. Then you have the like, your first year long relationship. Then you have your first real relationship. And then you have like the person your you second marry. real lo- relationship. And then maybe on the high end, you get the person. And then you end up with like 14 marriages. I only say the person they married because of this survey. Not right, that you have right, to right, be right. married, but like this survey was pulling married people. So yeah. anyway, married specifically. I don't know if I like the approach that we took to this question, Bo. Hey, you know, wow. I worked with what I could find. They surveyed people. They came out with answers. They are smarter than I am. That feedback so. was really direct, Bo. I, I hope I hope you're doing okay. Over there. <laughs> I mean, to add to that, I mean, both men and women will experience four disastrous dates in their lifetime. I believe that. Mm, I feel like I've had more than that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Women will go disastrous. on approximately two blind dates, men three. Oh. Two uh, blind dates? Women will, women will get stood up an average of once in their life, men twice. Okay, we oh. are going to link this survey <laughs> in the show notes so that people can read the full thing. Really dive in. Wow, I'm Determine so the accuracy of these points. Yeah. I'm going to look into this group. This is- also, 1,400 women is not a lot. That's... Very it's not small sampling. Yeah. And they're also it's like a sorority. like a big cock version of them. So <laughs> they are Goldie Cox. <laughs> yeah. They are not Samantha yeah. or the women in this room. <laughs> and I will say, I mean, like just looking at the, it, it doesn't necessarily make sense in either one of these studies. I think when you ask questions about relationships or penis size, the answers are skewed. The data is not going to be accurate. Yeah. Who's People, inflating uh, the penis sizes? Everybody. They, so, they gotta be. You know, looking at these dates and the relationship thing, I don't know where these people came up with their total numbers. 
So I love so the basically value of this. the last segment was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you learned how we feel about we dick learned size. nothing. Uh, the audience knows how we feel. And you know, people be lying too. You yeah, know. you know those partners are like, actually, my peen is seven to eight inches. Yeah, babe, I only had eight. sex with five people before we got married, I swear. <laughs> yeah, babe. Totally. I definitely only went on two blind dates I don't even remember ever. them. Fifteen makeout yeah. sessions is on my low end. Don't ask literally anyone I went to college with. <laughs> my entire <laughs> freshman floor, perhaps. <laughs> Thanks, Bo. (laughs) Thanks, Bo. Hey, no doubt. That was fun. We'll do this again sometime soon. Well, (laughs) we're next week. uh, We're going to take a couple weeks off because of the season finale. But we'll be back next week. And hopefully Bo hasn't been uh, bored with us. And he will join us for season three. Season three, maybe. Bo, maybe you'll need to start bringing in some fashion trivia. Yeah. See what I can do. All right. Thanks, Bo. Bye. Bye. Uh, you guys, thanks for listening. I hope we learned some stuff. We learned so much stuff. <laughs> Shan, thanks for joining us. Uh, tell us, do you have anything coming up that you're excited about? Uh, thanks for having me. Um, gonna do some singing with Opera on Tap in November on the 19th. If anyone wants to come to Enigma Bazaar at 6 p.m., you can sit with me. They have great sandwiches, absolutely, and great we cocktails. Will- we will add a link to uh, go see the show. That sounds great. Thank you. Yeah. Love thanks it. so much. And uh, we hope that you will come back. I would love to. And talk shit about Bo. Or not Bo. <laughs> big. big. Talk Bo. shit about Bo and Big. <laughs> I have no shit to talk about Bo, but I would love to talk shit about Big. Uh, Funky Spunk is brought to you by A Vague Idea Podcast Network. It is sponsored by Steno Denver. And we love having you. And I want to know, can you be friends with your ex? This is a constant question. Please comment. Always up for debate. Message. The answer is no, you cannot. (laughs) (laughs) And we will see you in a couple weeks. Bye. 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 Bye.